game day here in Hank's house. The doors have been reopened and the Lions are hungry to get back to the action. It's the Dons of San Francisco and the Lions of LMU. Well, the bluff be Dons with its first conference win of the season here tonight. And welcome everybody, Jesse Cass alongside Jonathan Grace as the Lions are indeed back in action here in the new year and the West Coast Conference season for LMU. It's been nearly three weeks since their last game, December 19th, a 24-point win over Cal Poly. The Lions have won their last three games in a row, but uh, they might need some time to, to get recalibrated here, Jonathan, having had so much time off against the San Francisco Ball Club. Well, Jesse, as we were talking about before the broadcast, this UF, USF team has really not stopped playing uh, since they started the, the season. And obviously that three-week hiatus, the mandatory shutdown for LMU uh, has been a little challenging, uh, but we'll see what they can do here tonight against the Dons. Yeah, San Francisco, uh, one of the few teams in the conference that has not been shut down. Jonathan, let's get to know the Dons uh, with their starting lineup. You bet it will go back to front here, starting things off. Number zero, the redshirt junior guard, Khalil Shabazz. He's joined in the backcourt by the senior guard, number one, Jamari Bouye. And rounding out, uh, that rounds out the backcourt, moving to the front. The sophomore forward, number 10, Josh Kunin, start things off. He's joined by the junior forward, number 22, Dimitri Rivni. And last but not least, the senior forward, number 34, Tavi Yurkatan. Jesse, how about the lineups for the Lions? Yeah, we'll look for the Lions and their starting lineup here this afternoon, uh, in the backcourt, a six-foot-two retro junior from West Covina, California. Number two, Joe Quintana. He's joined in the backcourt by the six-four freshman from Jackson, Tennessee. Number twelve, Jalen Anderson, up front for the Lions. Six-seven redshirt sophomore from Hanford, California. Damian Douglas just leading the team by a hair in scoring at 14 points per ball game. Joining him at 13.9 points per ball game, the senior from Chino Hills, number zero, Eli Scott, and. The man, the myth, the mullet, the 6'6 sophomore from Melbourne, Australia, number 34, Kelly Lea Pepe, for the Lions, led by Stan Johnson in his first year at the helm with assistants David Carter, Alan Edwards, and Greg Jankowski as we are set for tip-off here from Gerson Pavilion. Tonight's officials, Mike Cyphers, Gregory Nixon, and Darren White. And it'll be Lea Pepe getting the tip despite a little bit of a height disadvantage against Avi Yurkatam, and the Lions will have it to... On the first possession of the ball game, going left to right. LMU in their home whites, the red numbers and baby blue trim. San Francisco in their road greens with the white numbers and yellow trim. As Eli Scott, out left wing for Kelly Lea Pepe, fakes the handoff, powers down the middle of the lane, into bodies, banging through, banks it off the glass. Kelly Lea Pepe, a bulldozer inside, and the Lions with the first bucket of the ball game. You don't think it was going to stop Lea Pepe on that one, Jesse. He had a full head of steam, and even though he wasn't coming from downtown. He used that strength and size to his advantage and gave the Lions a two-point lead early on. Khalil Shabazz up top for Josh Coonan. Over on the right wing to Dimitri Rivni. Bounces back to Coonan and now back out to Rivni with nine on the shot clock. Working on the right wing. Back up top for Coonan. Fellow countryman of Alea Pepe. Down the lane. Offensive foul from the Australian sophomore Josh Coonan. Joe Quintana stepped in to take the charge and the Lions just as they would have liked, get a bucket and they get a stop on their first consecutive possessions of the ball game. 2-0 lead for the Lions, 50 seconds gone by in this first half. Jesse, this is going to be an interesting test for the Lions here tonight. Obviously 5-0 at home, but this is a very good USF team. LMU is going to want to keep the pressure on early on. Lions look to go underneath. Damian Douglas swallowed up inside and blocked away, and the Dons come away with a loose ball as Jamari Bouye, talented guard, into the front court. Bouye, the 6-2 senior out of Salinas, California, leads the Dons in scoring. The top for Khalil Shabazz, he is a flamethrower. Throws up the downtown straightaway three, too strong. Rebound volleyed around and taken by the Lions as Eli Scott gallops into the front court, into the body of Yurkatam, and a whistle and a foul 
from the 6'9", senior from Estonia, his first first-team foul for the Dons. Yeah, that's not the last time we're going to see the Dons let it go from distance. This is a very talented three-point shooting team. In fact, in their last 40 attempts, they've made 15. And LMU and Stan Johnson has mentioned that's something that this team wants to work on is the three-point defense. As Lea Pepe blocked by his fellow Australian countrymate Josh Coonan underneath, and the Dons come away with the basketball, but only momentarily as Yerkatan's pass too strong for the hands of Reeve, and he skips out of bounds on the near side of the floor. Lions get it back, 18-26 to go in this first half. 2-0 lead for LMU. Jalen Anderson, the freshman guard for the Lions, averaging 7.5 points per ball game. Bounces to Eli Scott up top for Lea Pepe. Those two play catch as Scott relocates on the left wing. Goes to Quintana coming off a curl. Met stride for stride by Bouye. Here's a Damian Douglas now in the left post to Eli Scott. One and one against Yerkatan. Backing him down. Muscles him under the rim. Misses. Tips up his own miss and puts it in on the right hand tap from Eli Scott. 4 nothing lead for the Lions. Two minutes gone by in the first half. We've seen in plenty of games past the Lions will create good opportunities for themselves and then not be able to capitalize at the rim. Good hustle play there by Eli Scott to get the finish. Contact away from the basketball. Jamari Bouye down on the floor. Looks to be all right as he's helped up by his teammates. Foul on the away from the basketball, rather, is on Damian Douglas, his first. First team foul for the Lions. And the Dons have it back. And Jonathan, you mentioned the Dons, one of the few teams in the conference who haven't had a stoppage. They've already played three West Coast Conference games. They're 2-1 and one in the conference. 8-5 and five overall in the year. This, of course, for the Lions, their first conference game and their first game overall since December 19th. For this Lions team who had been hitting their stride, winners of the last three, what's the, the process here for this team who hasn't really been able to practice in person, just getting back together a couple of days ago to, to get their rhythm going? Well, I think that really has been the challenge, Jesse. I know this LMU ball club has focused really hard on trying to maximize their time, trying to create workout regiments and kind of film study routines for these guys in the offseason they can do on their own and really try to maximize that individual time. Of course, speaking of maximizing time, like you said, they've only had a few days together. They've been practicing really hard on very specific things, the three-point defense, their transition game, and holding on to the ball offensively. The Dons have it after it was knocked out of bounds. Jamari Bouye backing down. Anderson turnaround in the right post is off the mark, and Eli Scott snares the rebound away and will take it himself left to right into the front court. Well, hesitation dribble into a crowd. Feeds opposite post for Lea Pepe. Gathers no good, but he draws the foul and will earn a trip to the free throw line. Good interior passing from one big man to another. Granted, undersized big men, but Eli Scott and Lea Pepe very comfortable on the low block and the chance for the Lions to extend their four-point lead. The kind of the smart passing you'd expect to see from Eli Scott, especially in the first half of contest. Realized he was in traffic, dished it out to a relatively wide open Eli Scott drew the slide and put it up and really didn't get the basket. He's got a chance to make up for it here at the line. Yeah, two quick fouls on Josh Coonan. So he'll head to the bench. The Dons with three team fouls. First free throw for Lea Pepe was good. Second is the same as Jonas Visser into the ball game for San Francisco. Our head coach Todd Golden in his second year. He's done a nice job. One of the youngest coaches in the country in San Francisco Mentioned they're eight and five. They beat the number four team in the country, Virginia, early in the year, and played well in a tough loss against Gonzaga earlier in their conference run. As Khalil Shabazz has it from the left wing out to the top of the key, well behind the arc, dribbles over right side, makes the handoff, goes all alone to the rim, and then blows the layup. A great move, but then lost it on the way up on the layup, and the Lions catch a break there as Eli Scott looking to 
make a move, but palm the basketball on the dribble. Oh, the Lions will give it right back. 6-0 lead for LMU. 16.54 to go in this first half of play. A little bit of sloppiness here from this USF team. We've seen some errant passes, and of course, that most recent missed layup attempt. It looked like you got full head of steam, and maybe went in a little bit too hot and overshot it on the layup. Yeah, so far, this would be kind of a start we could have expected from the Lions, but instead it's in San Francisco, who's looked a little out of sorts until Jonas Visser gets the left-hand layup to put the Dons on the board. 6-2, LMU in front with 16.30 to go in this first half as Joe Quintana works around a Lea Pepe screen, picks up the dribble, bounces it right post for Eli Scott, across the middle of the lane, left-hand baby hook, short off the front rim. Rebound cleared by Reeve, as the Dons look to run. Jamari Bouye, good pump fake, down the lane, double clutching, left-hander off the glass, no good, and the rebound taken by Lea Pepe, and the Lions look to push. As Jonathan, these are two teams that really have an emphasis of pushing the pace. This should be a, a fun basketball game here as Lea Pepe, turnaround, counted in a foul, left-handed, pirouetting hook shot off the glass and in. And Kelly Lea Pepe with his imprint on the game. Six of the eight points for the Lions and a chance for one more at the line. And 34 and White turning into quite the finisher. We've talked about it before, Jesse, how he's such a versatile player. He can hit the three ball, he can score inside from mid-range. He's a very smart passer as well, but inside he's been doing some tremendous work so far early in this game. Kelly Lea Pepe. Knocks down the free throw. It's a 9-2 lead for the Lions. as multiple subs for the Lion rotation. Douglas Scott, Lea Pepe to the bench. Ivan Alipiev, Matias Markison, and Parker Dorch gets an early call. Dorch has played limited minutes. But the senior gets a call here as one of the first subs off the bench in this first conference game. The Lions leading 9-2. Damari Bouye covered by Jalen Anderson. Up top for Yurkatam and hands off for Khalil Chavez. Hesitation dribble, left-handed scoop layup on the way, no good. Quintana flies in to tap the rebound, and Alipiev picks up the damage as he takes it into the front court. Sporting the new buzz cut, goes to Quintana, zips it in right post for Markson, muscles into the body of Visser, sending him flying underneath. Throws up the, the flex after drawing the foul on Visser as well. It'll be a trip to the line for Markson. That's a good start for LMU, 9-2. 15.34 to go in this first half of play, so we've hit a timeout. You're watching and listening to Lions basketball on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of you guys. And welcome back. We are here live from Gerson Frenchie here. Listen, before we get back into the gameplay, I want to give a very special shout out to all of our student athletes who graduated this December. Uh, men's soccer, Francis, Alfredo, Will, Basin, Gayton, Rodrigo, Dehaney, CJ. Women's soccer, Makai, Olivia, Dana, and of course, uh, men's water polo, my guy Ford Whitman. Congratulations to all of you guys. Now let's get back to this game. Uh, thank you very much, Frenchie, and a big congrats to all of them, as you mentioned as well, as Matias Marcus into the line. He'll knock down the first free throw. The big man for the Lions, able to connect on the first. Elmu out in front early, 10 to 2, with 15.34 to go in this first half of play. And Jonathan, it's been aggressive play inside, drawing five fouls in a little less than five minutes for the Lions and converting at the free throw line as well. LMU now five of five from the line and leads 11 to two. I think LMU is doing all the right things. They're working inside. They're pressuring USF's weak points early on. And like you said, Jesse, it's going to be a game of momentum, something Coach Stan Johnson have emphasized throughout the season. I think this Lions team has gotten better and better at. Yerkatam with a strong drive on the right block, able to muscle it in over Eli Scott. And the Dons get their second field goal of the game. 11 to 4. Lions in front as we approach the 15 minute mark in this first half. Vaughn Alipiev in the right post for Markison. Aggressively inside again, able to score over the top of Visser. And good sign from Markison. We've seen him steadily improve as the season has gone on. And he looks like he's very strong at the moment. A couple of strong physical drives inside. Again, we've seen this Lions team work really, really well under the rim. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it early on. Markison was able to capitalize on that spot. Obviously, the defense going to be a little more cautious after fouling Markison on the last possession. It's Reevney's long three ball ricochets off the iron. Eli Scott comes away with the rebound and half control from the front court. Dancing near the free throw line, down the lane. Runner off the glass is good, and LMU continues to board on. Six of ten from the field. 15-4 lead for the Lions with 14-14 to go in this first half. Something encouraging, Jesse. Eli Scott starting to score early on here. We've seen big numbers from him when he does that. It's a beautiful bounce pass from Bouye underneath for Visser as Bouye threaded the needle. And the Dons trying to get their rhythm offensively. Now three of nine from the field. Nine-point lead for the Lions as they work left to right in this first half. Jalen Anderson working through traffic and bad spacing with Alipiev there. And now the Dons off the turnover will give it right back as Bouye couldn't handle the Shabazz pass. And the Lions look to run. Anderson bounces to Scott at the rim. Left-hand layup is good. Well, some sloppy play on both ends, but the Lions come out the beneficiary, and Eli Scott finishes. LMU back to that 11-point advantage, 17-6. I think when Alipiev set that screen on that high side, I don't think he expected Anderson to spin back down, so a little miscommunication, but it turned out all right for the Lions. Bouye across the lane, right corner to Shabazz. Good closeout from Anderson. And Shabazz tried to draw the foul with a little swipe through. Three-pointer on the way, too strong, and Markison clears the rebound. And the Lions continue their strong defense and look to add on the offensive end. Eli Scott, straightaway three ball all alone. Trevian! First three-pointer of the year for Eli Scott. He's been shooting it, but had not gotten one to fall all season long until right now. A 20-6 lead for the Lions and a whistle from the official. I believe it's clock related with the shot clock, but said if it's a uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Eli Scott given a lot of space, and he said, why not? And knocks down his first three of the year. That was a good, confident play. He didn't hesitate at all. He stepped up right from the middle of the arc, let it go. He's been taking them all season, so one of them had to fall. 
Glad to see that there. Eli Scott already in this game has nine points, Jesse. Nine points, four of six from the field, also four rebounds in seven minutes, and the Lions are seven of 11 from the field, 64%. The Dons, meanwhile, just three of 10, as USF has it here out of the brief stoppage. Lions with a couple of subs on the court. We'll reset the lineups in just a moment as Jamari Bouye on the right wing plays catch with Samba Kane, who just checked in. Bouye trying to spin free on the perimeter. Now wiggles down the lane. Nice drop-off pass inside for Kane, who flushes it home for the two-handed jam. So there's the playmaking ability of Bouye. Leads the team at a little over four assists per ball game. We mentioned he also leads the team in scoring. Really the engine for the Dons. As makes it a 12-point game. 20-8. to Jalen Anderson, long two. Just barely grazes the iron. Parker Dorch, good hustle to try to save it, but then stumbled on the baseline and traveled with the basketball. It'll be San Francisco ball with 12.15 to go in this first half. Lions in front by 12. Like you said, Jesse, a little sloppiness on both sides, but 20 to eight with 12 minutes to go in this first half. Gonna have a foul away from the ball. It'll be on Parker Dorch, his first. Second team foul on the Lions. LMU with Jalen Anderson, Damian Douglas, Parker Dorch, Ivan Alipiev, and Kelly Lea Pepe. The Dons says, Isaiah Hawthorne, the 6'8 redshirt freshman, checks in. We'll have Jamari Milstead in for the first time as well. Jamari Bouye, Dimitri Reevney, Isaiah Hawthorne, and Samba Kane as Reevney working out on the perimeter. Goes up top for Milstead, covered by Damian Douglas. Backs it out near the palm trees on the left side of the floor. Now to the top of the key, shot clock at 11. Leaves back for Bouye, dumps it down left post for Kane. Started by Le Lea Pepe, backing him down, trying to Back down that brick wall, no luck. Kicks out for Reevney, well contested three at the end of the shot clock. Off the mark and Jalen Anderson tracks down the rebound for the Lions and will race into the front court. Cut off on the dribble by Bouye and now resets out top to Damian Douglas as the Lions have a 12 point lead and the basketball. 11.30 to go as Alipiev leaves back for Lea Pepe, pump fakes on the three. Down link kicks back to Anderson, extra pass Dorch, maybe one pass too many. Anderson now into a crowd and lost it. Uh, the Lions had a couple of good looks that they passed up, and the Dons look to make him pay. Reevney to the rim, no, but he draws the foul as Alipia was too far under the hoop, picks up the blocking foul. It'll be the Dons at the line, and we go return from the timeout on the floor. 11-17 to go in this first half of play. LMU 20, San Francisco 8. Here in the LMU Sports Network, KXLU, in the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. Tonight's game is sponsored by Power Crunch. Power Crunch Protein Reimagined. 
Tonight's game bring, brings back some special memories for Lion Nation. And for more on that, let's introduce the third member of our broadcast team, John Lean. John? Thanks, Jesse and Jonathan. That's right. Just about a year ago, the Lions faced the Domes here at the Gerson Pavilion to cap off the regular season. But before both teams took the court, there was a very heartfelt ceremony that took place to unveil the new Hank Gather statue. Gather's family and the 1989-1990 team shared memories of the late great Lion who touched so many people's lives on and off the bluff. Hank's statue now stands tall, depicting Gather's leaping high on his way to slam home one of his signature dunks. Along with that tonight, along with that, I mean, tonight's game is also unique as it is the first regular season WCC conference game played on Sunday in 31 years. So when exactly was the last time this happened? Well, that'd be February 4th, 1990, when the Domes of San Francisco faced St. Gathers Lions right here in the Gerson Pavilion. Bill Kimball dropped 50 of the team's 157 points and Gathers grabbed 13 rebounds. A lot of historic connections between the Lions and the Domes over the years are here over the years, and we have yet another one here tonight. Guys, back to you. Yeah, the... <laughs> The scores from the 1990 era as Damian Douglas connects and won. The Reevney split a pair of free throws. It's 22 to nine as Douglas will go to the line. But you look at some of those scores, the 157 is obviously on the higher end, but the Lions in, in that era averaged over 120 points per ball game. So that was not uncommon. And Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers, of course, two of the best players that ever donned a Lions uniform. And, and as we said, the matchups over the years, not just in the 90s, but even through the 2000s and 2010s, between the Lions and the Dons have always been very fun and competitive. Oh, yeah, and, you know, the all-time series, I think, sits at 14 and 22, but the last 10 games, it's been 5 and 5. And LMU's lost the last three matchups, but in a conference that's getting better and better and better, and a Lions team that's getting better and better and better, anything can happen tonight. San Francisco off a missed three. They get the offensive rebound and work with 15 on the shot clock as Bouye cross court to Milstead. Second time we've seen a Don player lose the ball off his fingertips out of bounds. And the Lions will get the basketball back off the turnover for San Francisco. Turnover number three, making number four for the Dons in the ball game. Looks like Jamari Bouye was calling for a foul off the ball. He feels that Joe Quintana may have elbowed him or put a finger to the face and it did put him down. I didn't quite see it, I saw him fall. But maybe a little contact off the ball. It's the yeah. reason for the stoppage. The officials are just speaking it over with head coach Todd Golden. Yeah, certainly some contact there, but as you said, a bang-bang play over on the far side of the floor. So the Lions get the ball back off the exchange and now work left to right as Damian Douglas looking inside for Markson who has his defender sealed, a pump fake could help side defense from Milstead stripped it away. It'll stay Lion basketball with 10.28 to go here in this first half. 22 to nine, LMU in front. Josh Coonan will check back in for the Dons. Picked up two early fouls, but will return with those two fouls in his pocket. The Lions will work with 17 on the shot clock. Joe Quintana to inbound. Let's get into Eli Scott on the right block. Immediately matched up with the aforementioned Coonan. Goes right at him, left hand baby hook across the lane is good. And Eli Scott picks up where he left off. Now five of seven from the field, 11 points to lead all scorers in the ballgame. Yeah, double digits with still 10 minutes remaining in this half. Not bad for zero and white. Yeah, right now it's Eli Scott 11, San Francisco 9. The Lions lead by 15, 24 to 9 with 10 minutes to play in this first half as 
Julian Richwain, who just checked in, over to Kuhnen again off the fingertips, out of bounds. San Francisco playing as if there's margarine on the basketball, and the Lions will get it back off turnover number five. They said somewhat of a surprise, considering said the Lions are the team that has not played for three weeks. The Dons have been active and playing well, but so far a tough start for them. The Lions looking to continue to capitalize. Eli Scott backing down on Kunin. Left-hand layup, no. Marks an offensive board. His layup rolls off the iron as well. And the Dons pick up the rebound as Jamari Bouye glides into the front court, leaves it off for Kunin at the top of the key. Dribble handoff to Rishwain, trying to create space, and instead hands off for Milstead, who will redirect traffic with 16 on the shot clock. Covered by Lipiev around a cane screen all the way to the rim. High arcing right-hand layup off the glass is good. Drive by Damari Milstead, the junior from Oakland and transfer from Grand Canyon University. Makes it 24 to 11 with 9-11 to go here in this first half. As you were speaking to there, Jesse, 24-11, your score. The Lions coming out with a good amount of pace and poise so far. And Coach Johnson in the offseason, before the season started, this team had adopted a, a motto of win the weight. Eli Scott creamy and two for two from downtown. Eli Scott, 14 points on six of nine from the field. Just nine minutes of action and the Lions lead 27 to 11 with 8.40 to go in the half as Bouye, one-legged leaner off the glass is good in response. Makes it 27 to 13. Yeah, Scott shooting pretty well from three for someone who doesn't shoot pretty well from three. So <laughs> nice job there from Eli Scott. 14 points overall. And Jesse, as you said, two of those have been from downtown. So Scott being a double threat here on the court tonight. And while we have a moment, we want to remind Lions fans in eighth grade and under that you're invited to join Iggy's Kids Club for free. Membership benefits include virtual opportunities with our teams, a digital membership card, monthly newsletter, and more. You can visit lmulions.com forward slash Iggy's Kids Club to sign up your future Lion today. Lions attack offensively. Lea Pepe, nice spin inside, got to the rim, but leaves it long off the glass. And the rebound collected by San Francisco Jamari Bouye, racing in between defenders to the rim and able to score in traffic. So Jamari Bouye, Starting to get going as the Lions long outlet head to Lea Pepe who had his defender sealed underneath and lays it in with the left hand. So a quick hitting response from the Lions. The lead back to 14, 29-15, 7.55 to go in this first half. Very little hesitation there from Lea Pepe. Once he received the ball, came down with it for just a half second more than you would have thought. Allowed his defenders rather to overcompensate and put it up easily. Bouye, right wing three, that's off the mark, rebound taken by Damian Douglas. High stepping into the front court, it'll hand off for Quintana, sets the feet for a right wing three. That's short off the front rim. A rebound taken by Milstead and a touch foul on the rebound will go on Parker Dortch. His second, 14 foul for the Lions and that'll send us to a timeout on the floor. 7.32 to go in this first half of play. LMU 29, San Francisco 15 on the LMU Sports Network in the WCC Network at Watch Stadium.
Alrighty, Lions. Things are looking good on the court early in the game, but right now it is time for our Adidas t-shirt toss. Now, all last season, you guys have been asking me for a shirt, so this is the time. All I need you to do is be sure to visit Lions Basketball on Instagram and on our story. All you have to do is write to me, I want the shirt. And just like that, you can be a big winner. Now, to check out all of the amazing gear that we have for this season, be sure to visit LMULions.com forward slash Adidas. All right? Let's get back to this game. Back to you, Jesse. Thank you, Frenchie. And Lions lead by 14, 29, 15, 731 to go here in this first half of play. San Francisco with the ball going right to left as Jamari Bouye with Khalil Shabazz, Damari Milstead, Josh Koonin, and Tavi Yurkatam. Shabazz off a curl, met tightly by Jalen Anderson. Picked up by Leia Pepe on the switch, goes left block for Yurkatam. Try to create space, instead zips it back out top of the key for Shabazz. Down the lane, left-hand layup is good. And Khalil Shabazz with his first points of the ball game. Mentioned he's a dynamic scorer, averages almost 15 a game. He had 30 in a game last year. So he's a more than capable scorer as the Lions well, flustered by some trapping pressure from the Dons. Alipiev struggled with it in the far corner and then turned it over, stepping out of bounds. So it'll be Don basketball, 29-17, 12-point lead for the Lions with just under seven minutes to play in this first half. A little bit of sloppiness from the Lions, but not as much as you would have expected to see, as we mentioned, Jesse, after a three-week wait from their last game. As Alipiev with the initial deflection, and then Douglas dives on the floor, leads to a break to Alipiev! Throws it down on the lob from Anderson. Oh my goodness, Ivan Alipiev put on his bouncing shoes and took one to the house. The Lions with a 14-point lead on an impressive lob finish for Ivan Alipiev. What an amazing Alipiev over his defender there. <laughs> Fantastic finish from Ivan. Milstead, floater off the... Back rim, couple of high bounces, no good. Then a loose ball foul is going to go against the Dons. It'll be on Yurkatan, his second. Oh, yeah, right on point there, Jonathan. Yvonne Alipiev with the, <laughs> the alley-oop slam from Jalen Anderson. And Alipiev was the one who started that break with the initial deflection. We said Douglas had the, the dive to get the steal. And then it led to the break for the Lions, who have kept this lead and kept the Dons at bay as that loose ball foul was team foul number seven. So it sends a or Lea Pepe rather to the free throw line on the second personal from Davi Yurkatam as Lea Pepe's front end free throw is no good. But we're gonna have a lane violation on the Dons. So he'll get a, a redo at the line with 619 to go here in this first half. We might have to keep a running tally of how many Ivan Alipia puns we can make this season. <laughs> Yeah, we've got three Vaughn, and now we have Alipiev, so <laughs> there should be more to come. It's another reason to stay tuned as Lea Pepe knocks down the first free throw. He's four or five from the line tonight. Came in at 73% on the season. A 6 6 sophomore knocks down a pair as he took advantage of that lane violation, and the Lion lead is 16, which matches the largest of the ballgame. 33 to 17, 6 12 to go in this first half. Yurkatam over to Reevney. Started tightly on the perimeter over to Kunin. Met by Douglas. Goes left post for Yurkatam. Dons clear out. So Yurkatam can go to work. And he's able to, not able to draw a foul. Rather a traveling violation. So again, strong defense inside for the Lions. They'll get the basketball back on turnover number seven for San Francisco. 
Very easy to draw a foul defensively in that situation, but LMU's help side defense looking really strong and poised at the moment. Also, the perimeter around the outside has looked really good. 0 for 6 the Dons are for shooting the three ball. Again, this is the 10th most effective three-point shooting team in the country, the third in the nation in terms of three-point attempts. So the fact that LMU has limited them to 0-6 so far with 6-0-1 to go in the first, not too shabby. And I believe the officials are going to take a look. I think the near side official had a foul call. The far side had a travel to see which one happened first, essentially. So the officials are going to take a look at the monitor across court. The stands right now, 6-0-1 to go in this first half. Lions in front, 33-17. And Jonathan, we mentioned earlier, Eli Scott, such a strong start for him, 14 points, 6 of 9 from the field. But impressively, 2 of 2 from downtown. Well, yeah, Jesse, there was a point there where Eli Scott himself had outscored the Dons offense. Of course, now 17 to 33, no longer the case, but still 14 points for Scott. And we want to let you know that conference play ramps up for your Lions men's team next week. Catch them back in Hank's house on January 19th for a duel with the Toreros of San Diego. You can catch all the action right here in the WCC Network, the home of Lion men's basketball. As traveling call is confirmed, it will be LMU ball. But to finish up that point on Eli Scott, two of two from downtown. We mentioned he had not made one this season. He was 0 of 13 on the year before the two tonight as the Lions quickly break some pressure. Damian Douglas, rainbow three, TBN. And the tune keeps on humming for the Lions. 36-17, 19-point lead for LMU with 5.42 to go in this first half. A beautiful arcing three there. Looked initially like he had overshot it, but a little backspin on the ball. Nothing but net. Response on a right wing three from Damari Milstead is good. First three pointer for him in the ball game. And this they get the first three pointer for the Dons as a team as well. They were 0 for 6 from downtown. Makes it a 16 point ball game. 36 to 20. 515 to play. Quintana NBA range three. That one is short off the front rim. The rebound tracked down by Milstead as he'll bounce with the left hand, crossing over to the right, kicks it back out for Shavaz on the right wing. Now the Dons reverse it over left side. Reevney catching fire three. That's good. Back-to-back -back threes for the Dons and a quick timeout from Stan Johnson with exactly five minutes to play in this first half. And Jonathan mentioned how important it would be for the Lions to cover the three-point line. So far, they have. 0 of 6 for the Dons, but back-to-back -back threes. Stan Johnson wants to talk it over right away. Yeah, I think it was a good quick timeout call for Stan Johnson, realizing that things might be starting to get out of hand a little bit. Not only is it an ice-the-kicker situation where you slow the momentum of your opponent, but you also give your team a chance to sit down and talk it out, go through some strategy, maybe even just take a deep breath and say, hey, guys, remember what we talked about in practice? We've prepared for the situation. We've been doing a good job so far. Just keep doing what you're doing. And if you want to stay up to date with the latest information from LMU men's basketball head coach Stan Johnson by signing up for the new standard newsletter featuring exclusive basketball content right from the desk of Coach Johnson. Visit LMULions.com backslash Lion Mail for more information. The aforementioned head coach Stan Johnson called that timeout to halt a quick 6-0 run from the Dons. LMU's lead is 13, 36 to 23. They break some full court pressure for the Dons. Eli Scott driving kick to Jalen Anderson, sidesteps his defender, long two ball is good for the freshman. Now the Lions with a bucket out of the timeout and extend the lead back up to 15, 38-23 with 4.40 to go in this first half. Jalen Anderson, the all-star freshman, with his first points of the game. He's been huge 
for the Lions offense this season. A little slow to start this evening, but it seems like once he gets going, he doesn't stop. Anderson picks up the, the bump foul on the way up the floor. And line out of bounds for the Dons with 4.38 to go in this first half. Milstead triggered in, gets it to Javaz, catch and shoot three in the left corner. Bounces off the iron and Damian Douglas picks up the rebound for the Lions as they'll trot into the front court. Eli Scott with his eyes up, now backing down left post. Muscling into Kudin, puts him under the rim, but then misses on the turnaround. A rare miss for Scott in this first half. And San Francisco looks to attack. Shabazz trying to split defenders and a whistle and a foul. Will go on Joe Quintana. His first, the 16 foul for the Lions. Still not at the penalty just yet. The next foul would put the Lions in the penalty. 4.17 to go in this first half. LMU 38, San Francisco 23. Yeah, Shabazz came barreling down Loyola Boulevard there with a full head of steam and a little reach there for Quintana drew the foul. And 38-23, still a good buffer for the Lions, but they're going to want to keep the pressure on going into the half. Josh Poonin slipping with the basketball and traveling. Poonin in disbelief. He thought that he got the pass off before slipping to the ground, but the official says no. It'll be Lion basketball with 4.02 remaining in this first half. LMU with Jalen Anderson, Joe Quintana, Damian Douglas, Eli Scott, Matias Markison on the floor. The Dons with Khalil Shabazz, Damari Milstead, Dimitri Rivni, Josh Koonin, and Tavi Yurkatam. Jalen Anderson around an Eli Scott screen near the middle of the floor. Goes around another screen to Markson, finds the big man diving to them, stripped on the way up, off his leg out of bounds. Nice play on the help side D from Khalil Shabazz. And it'll send us to a timeout on the floor. 3.45 to go in this first half of play. LMU 38, San Francisco 23 on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grayson and Jesse Cass on the call for you tonight, LMU in San Francisco. Well, we have a moment. We'd like to remind you that University Credit Union is a proud sponsor of LMU Athletics. UCU offers customized financial solutions for LMU faculty, staff, students, alumni, and their immediate families. For more information, you can go to ucu.org forward slash LMU. As the Lions leave, 38-23, 3.45 to go. In this first half of play, it'll be San Francisco basketball here out at the timeout with the Dons going right to left. San Francisco with Jamari Bouye along with Josh Koonin, Khalil Shabazz, Dimitri Rivni, and Tavi Yurkatam. Lions with Anderson, Quintana, Douglas, Scott, and Markison as Jamari Bouye, relatively quiet first half. 
In the front court, gives to Yurkatam on the right wing. Hands off for Reevney. Might have got away with the travel, but play continues, and the Dons bring it over the near side of the floor. Bowie up top for Yurkatam, now over to Reevney. Down the right baseline, double clutching in traffic. Off the back iron, no good. Good defense from both Douglas and Markison in the vicinity. And the Lions will look to attack left to right for the 15-point lead in 3.15 to go in this first half. Been an interesting first half, Jesse. We've seen some really tough and fast-paced offensive battles, but at the same time, some really good, strong-fought defensive battles. So LMU and USF duking it out here with three minutes to go. A whistle and a foul away from the basketball will go on Yurkatam once again, or actually, one I believe is actually going to go on Markison. Those two were tangled up inside, so it is indeed on Markison. His first 17 foul, it'll be San Francisco ball. I believe a technical foul will send Shabazz to the line for two free throws. One more coming for Shabazz. Markson will check out in favor of Lea Pepe. And before the substitution, Coach Stan Johnson just debriefing there with the big man. But let's see what 34 and White can do now as he checks back in. And so it's a technical. Dons make the free throws. Lions keep the ball. 38-24, 3.04 to go in this first half. And I want to let you know again, tonight's game is sponsored by Power Crunch. Power Crunch Protein reimagined. The Lions trying to close out the first half strong. They've led the entire way by as much as 19. Hold a 13-point lead here with the shot clock winding down. Anderson just realizes fires at the end of the shot clock. No good. Douglas tried to keep the rebound alive, but it's secured by the Dons, and they look to race ahead to the front court. Reevney crossing over on Quintana, but good defense from the junior. Works it over right wing to Khalil Shabazz, up top to Kunin. And now left wing Kabuye with 16 on the shot clock. Dons moving around the perimeter into the hands of Shabazz. Crossing over, working against Scott. Step back, straightaway three ball is good. Khalil Shabazz with a long range shot to bring the Dons to within 10. San Francisco seeing their field goal percentage creep upward up to 46% as a team after a very slow start. And a foul away from the basketball once again underneath. This one will put the Lions at the free throw line. So it'll be Lea Pepe at the strike for LMU. Going back to Shabazz, he's averaging 14.7 points per game. He's 34% from distance. He's had a little bit of a slow start, as you mentioned, Jesse, but now seven points, two for seven from the field. Perfect at the free throw line and one for four from the arc. So it seems like it's been a steady improvement bit by bit for the Dons who now trail by 10. Yeah, that fouls the third on Tavi Yurkatam. It'll be a one and one free throw situation for Kelly Lea Pepe who knocks down the front end of the one and one. Lea Pepe, one of two Lions and double figures in this first half. Scott with 14, Lea Pepe now with 12. A chance for one more at the line, but she connects on. 13 for Lea Pepe, the lead is 12 for the Lions, with 2.12 remaining in the half as Javari Bouye, four points and four rebounds in 15 minutes. Hands off for Kunin, goes up top to Milstead. Now over to Khalil Shabazz, 
Calling for the high screen from Kunin. Instead, redirects to Kunin. Goes left wing for Reevney. Rainbow three is good again. Oh, Dimitri Reevney with his second three of the night. The Dons, who started 0 for 6, are four of their last five from downtown. And made it a nine-point game. And then a dangerous pass stolen by Shabazz. One and one against Anderson to the rim. And Khalil Shabazz with the steal and score. And it's a seven-point ball game. So San Francisco is the team making a strong close to the half. They've hit their last three field goals and five of their last seven. Trimmed a 19-point lead down to seven as Eli Scott in the left post, guarded by Kunin. Double teamed in traffic, had it knocked away. It'll stay Lion basketball with 13 on the shot clock, but the, the offense has stagnated a bit here for the Lions, and in response, San Francisco has been able to get out and score in transition. Scott seeming a little shocked there that the defense from the Dons didn't draw a foul. The play continues nevertheless. Anderson looking to inbound. Nearly five-second violation, but finds Scott out near midcourt. Todd Golden also wanted a travel as play continues as Scott bouncing to layup. Pepe gives back to Scott as his defender hit the deck, and Scott finishes with the left-hand layup. Thought there was contact as well, but Eli Scott continues his strong offensive first half. 16 points. And the Lions get a much-needed basket to extend the lead back to nine. 42-33, Shabazz splits a double team down the lane. Left-hand layup is good. So Shabazz with some, I guess you can call it Shabazz. That's what that move looks like. <laughs> a nice move from Khalil Shabazz. He has 11, and the Lion lead is seven. 42-35, 37 seconds to go in this first half. Damian Douglas into the right post for Eli Scott. About 15 feet away, covered by Reevney. Now backing him down, double team as he picks up the dribble. Dangerous pass recovered by Douglas. He'll pick it up, looking to give it off. Lions, the shot clock winding down. Find Leia Pepe and get bailed out with a foul with three on the shot clock. That possession was really going nowhere, and the Lions, with the shot clock nearing its end, get bailed out. We'll go back to the free throw line. There's a pretty big reach there by, I believe it was Bouye. It's actually going to be Kunin for his Kunin. third. So both Yerkatam and Kunin with three fouls apiece for the Dons. And team foul number nine will be another one and one for Lea Pepe, who's seven of seven at the stripe here tonight. And make it eight of eight. That one miss he had was wiped away on a lane violation. So now eight of eight on the line for the 73% free throw shooting sophomore. And 14 points in 12 minutes for... The man that meant the mullet, not too bad there from Lea Pepe, who makes it nine for nine from the stripe. So that helps buffer LMU a little bit. 44-35 with 21 seconds on the clock. A timeout here from Todd Golden and the Dons. We'll keep it here on the floor. And Jonathan, we mentioned the Lions have led by as much as 19. It's been Lions all the way so far in this first half. They have not trailed, but as you would expect, San Francisco, a very good basketball team, making a run, getting going from downtown, which they love to do, and have made this a ball game here late in the first half. That 19-point lead down to nine with 21 seconds to go in the half. Well, it seems like, Jesse, when you get the big scores for the Dons, uh, Bouye, Shabazz, Shabazz especially tonight, when he gets going with a full head of steam down the lane, he's very difficult to, to stop. He's drawn a couple fouls. He's scored now 11 points after a slow start, so it looks like the Dons are kind of slowly getting things back into gear. It's going to be a challenging second half for LMU, but still with a 35-44 point buffer, the Lions in control with about 20 seconds left. Yeah, Shabazz has found his offensive game. Jamari Bouye, who has the ball, has not yet. He leads the team 
at 18 points for all game has just four no direct traffic here in the final possession just going to let time wind down near the midcourt line now with six on the game clock we'll work around a screen for the free throw line spinning away from olivia blocked by olivia and secured by the lions sophomore to get a stop on the final possession of the half and the lions will take that nine point lead into the locker room 44 35 will have john lean have a word with stan johnson here in just a moment uh, the lions a strong first half john take it away coach as you guys have the lead I, as you guys have the lead in the first half what has been the game plan? What has been the key factors in keeping this lead, and how do you plan to build on it? This is what's wrong with this thing, Coach? Okay. Coach, as you guys have the lead in the second in this first half, what have been the key factors in having this lead, and how do you plan to build on it heading into the second half? I thought we did a pretty good job of defending for the most part for the first, uh, you know, 14 minutes of the game. I thought we really defended. We, they're hard to guard. Our guys did a great job. Thought we took care of the ball for the most part, first 14 minutes. The last six minutes of the half, we had them in foul trouble. We didn't take advantage. Our defense was not as good, and we got to shore that up going into the second half. John, thanks, Coach. Thank you, John, and thank you, Head Coach Stan Johnson, for taking the time here at halftime. The Lions lead by nine at the break, 44 to 35. Jonathan, 52% for the Lions in that first half of play. The Dons crept up all the way to 50% as well. And we're gonna break that all down in just a moment. We've got more coming up on the South Bay BMW Halftime Report. We'll break down the first half, as we said, and look ahead to what needs to happen in the second half. Stay here with us, we'll be right back. So you're watching LMU Lions men's basketball on the WCC Network, powered by Watch Stadium.
Welcome back, everybody. Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace with you. Just want to let you know that halftime interview from John Lean and head coach Stan Johnson was brought to you by SEIA. As a sponsor of LMU Athletics, SEIA offers investment management and financial services to investors and corporations. More information can be found at SEIA.com. As we enter the halftime break here, Jonathan, Lions lead by nine, 44 to 35 at the break. They led by as much as 19. And you heard Stan Johnson talk about it a little bit uh, in that halftime interview that we just mentioned. Lions did a good job, but perhaps didn't take as much advantage of getting the Dons in foul trouble. LMU with the advantage at the line, 11 of 12 at the stripe. San Francisco, just three free throws on, in their tally. But uh, to his point, the Lions in the latter half of that second half didn't really get to the line as often as they, as they did in the beginning of the, the ball game. Yeah, I think, Jesse, exactly as you mentioned, I think he said it was a really good, strong start to the first half. But after then, the Lions may have gotten a little bit complacent. That three-week gap may be starting to show just a little bit. This is a very good USF team, and they're starting to claw back just a little bit. But LMU, of course, built that big lead early on and still you know, holding the advantage 35-44 going into the half. And I think also Kelly Leapepe and Eli Scott playing huge factors in giving the Lions that lead, both of them reaching double figures early on. And as we said, there was a point in the game where Eli Scott himself had outscored the whole Don's offense. So nice to see those key players making an impact early in the game. Yeah, and right on point, as you mentioned. It has been really a two-man show offensively for the Lions. Uh, 16 points for Eli Scott, 15 for Kelly Leapepe. We're going to bring in John Lee and our sideline reporter as well. John, what have you seen in that first half from the Lions, and, and what can they do in the second half to, to keep this lead going? Thanks, Jesse. Yes, Sue. After interviewing Coach Johnson at halftime, he specifically mentioned that they got off to such a strong start, specifically that 19-point lead, because they took care of the ball well. And if you watch, they really just came out with a lot of intensity. He wasn't quite as pleased, obviously, as the first half came to a close but he plans to keep the same game plan that they had, which got them off to that uh, beginning lead in the beginning of the game, and he plans to maintain that as they head into the second half. Yeah, no question about it. San Francisco, you mentioned, started off dreadful from the field. They ended at 50% in that first half of play, so they got their offense going. Uh, we talked about Khalil Shabazz, 11 points for him. One player that the Lions have kept in check to this point has been Javari Bouye, the, the senior point guard. Just four points for him. He's someone who has really improved his offensive game, averaging nearly 18 a ball game. You look at through his career, he's a 30% three-point shooter this year, 44% three-point shooter, and part of this Don's team that, as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, loves to shoot from long range. Yeah, and that three-point shooting, Jesse, just starting to show up kind of at the end there. LMU was holding them, so I think they were 0 for 6 before they made that first free throw on their seven, or their first three ball, excuse me, on that seventh attempt. So LMU's perimeter defense looking really strong. That's something that, in speaking to Coach Jan uh, Stan Johnson, over the hiatus, over that, that little shutdown period, he said that was really going to be a big focus for them, especially against this USF team, was was making sure that that, that three-point defense was really strong uh, for LMU against the Dons, a team that really tends to make uh, make their money money from downtown. Yeah, the Dons, you mentioned, started 0 of 6 from downtown. They're now 4 for 11, so they hit four of their last five three-pointers to close out that first half of play. So for the Lions, that'll be certainly a key that Stan Johnson and the coaching staff will echo in the locker room, defending the three-point line, closing out possessions with getting rebounds. And, and as we heard John mention, limit turnovers. The Lions do have the 11 to 7 edge in points off turnovers, but 
seven line turnovers, eight Don turnovers, relatively even in that category. So you know the Lions will want to shore up that end of the floor and make sure they take care of the basketball in the second half. Yeah, I think it's just little things that they have to tighten up. And again, little things go a long way, especially with this Lions team. They've had a lot of time off. They've been able to practice individually. Not a bunch of time together, uh, but they have done a really good job of trying to maximize that time that they did have individually. Coach Stan Johnson made uh, individual film reels for each player to study. So a lot has been done in the break. Yeah, we'll see what the Lions can do. So we head toward the second half as we'll take a break here on the LMU Sports Network and the WCC Network. The, the South Bay BMW Halftime Report, Jesse Gath, Jonathan Grace, will be back here on the WCC Network. Welcome back for the South Bay BMW Halftime Report. South Bay BMW Mini Volvo located on Hawthorne Boulevard in Torrance. Jesse Cass, Jonathan Grace, and John Lean with you as the LMU Lions with a nine-point lead at the half, 44-35 to 35 over San Francisco. And Jonathan, looking forward to the second half. We know the Lions overall have led wire to wire, so they've been doing a lot of things right. We know the Dons started to make a run to close the gap. Uh, what, in your estimation, are some of the keys for the Lions going forward in the second half? I think LMU is going to have to continue being strong from the perimeter, defensive-wise. Uh, you know, also the help side defense has been really strong for the Lions, especially early in that first half. It looked really strong. They didn't draw too many fouls, didn't commit too many fouls, rather. And as Coach Dan Johnson was talking about uh, when he spoke to John Lean, uh, they did start to get a little bit of that foul trouble, so I think just cleaning up those little things. But, John, I want to ask you, what are some of the things that you think LMU can do to clean up in the second half? Well, one thing I think really that I can talk about that I really took away from interviewing Coach Stan was 
He really mentioned that some of these guys from the Domes, they're, they're tough to guard, specifically number zero. I mean, he's been very valuable in getting them back in this lead. So I think it's really going to come down to, to their defense and really maintaining some of their better players that have brought them back in this game. And I believe it's going to be a very interesting second half, and this game's still up for grabs. And, John, this is a, obviously a Lions team that's been on pause for team activities for a couple weeks, just came back together a couple of days ago. Of course, 5-0 and here at home, but with no home crowd, no fans. What, what have you seen as far as just the atmosphere around the team playing here at home with no fans, but also just coming back together after some time off? Well, I think really as a team, and they, they know this being a Division One team themselves, that fans are not. They know they're there to play. So they really have, without fans, have to create that atmosphere for themselves by, I really think, coming together as a team, sticking to what they know how to do, and I think that's going to bring out the intensity for them and to continue to have a strong season here at home. Now, the line's 20 minutes away. Still a lot of basketball game left, but if they can hold on to this lead, it would be a 6-0 start here at Kirsten Pavilion. And certainly San Francisco will have uh, some things to say about that in the second half. But for the Lions, we know we mentioned Eli Scott, 16 points. Kayla Pepe, 15 points. Also 9 of 9 at the free throw line for the sophomore. But, but for the Lions and, and any team, you're going to need a third scoring option. We know Douglas has five. He's been their leading scorer on the year. Joe Quintana has yet to score. Some of the other Lions scoring options have, have not scored as much in this ball game. It'd be nice to see them get going in the second half. Absolutely. We've seen this in games past with Eli Scott where he'll facilitate more in the first half and then really start the scoring a spree, uh, if you will, in the second. So maybe that's the case with some of these other players. Uh, Damian Douglas especially. We've seen some tremendous work from him inside, outside. He's one of the, those very versatile players. But it's really nice to see Eli Scott with those big numbers early on. Kelly Pepe continuing to improve game after game after game. He's really now one of the strongest players on this team, one of the highest scorers on this team as well. Yeah, Lea Pepe, who last season in his freshman year really picked up his play in West Coast Conference play. That trend has continued so far here tonight. And as for the Lions offensively, three of six from downtown, not a lot of attempts, but 50% from downtown. We'll see if that interior game that led them in the first half opens up that three-point shot, which the Lions have been successful in in their wins this year. So the Lions lead by nine. We'll take another break. We'll come back with the second half here from Gerson Pavilion. Lions and Don, second half coming up here on the WCC Sports Network. back everybody Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace back with you here as we get set for the second half of play here from Gerson Pavilion 
It's a nine-point lead for the Lions here as Jonathan, we talked about it at, at the break. Obviously a good first half for the Lions. We know this San Francisco team is a talented team that's going to continue to try to make a run. So it should be a, an entertaining second half of basketball coming up. Yeah, I think so, Jesse. You know, we saw the pace of play was really tremendous from LMU right out the gate, something Stan Johnson has emphasized a lot uh, coming into this season and into non-conference play. He said into conference play, especially with a league that's improving the way the WCC is, it's going to be really important to keep up that pace of play, and we saw it a lot in the first. Now, the West Coast Conference, of course, the Lions have been a part of it, uh, has been a little bit slow to start due to uh, the obvious uncertain nature of this season with COVID. A lot of programs getting put on pause or temporarily shut down. The Lions having been one of them. This is their first WCC action. As we've seen over the past few weeks, the conference start to get going. As the Dons have the basketball out of the break and immediately turn it over. Quintana with the steal. Eli Scott picks up the basketball. Gleitrim blocked at the rim by Bouye. Impressive transition block. Bouye down under the basket on the other end. As play continues, Shabazz tried to lob it up for Kane. It's off the mark. Lions get the loose ball. Bouye back up on his feet and playing. Looks as if he's okay. And the Lions turn it over, and then Jalen Anderson will give a foul. So a little bit of a hectic back and forth in the first 31 seconds of the half. Turnovers and misses both ways. And the Dons will get it back off the foul from Jalen Anderson. That's five blocks so far for the Dons team this evening. They had 10 against the Pilots, and they tend to win games when they have five or more blocks in a ball game. We'll that see was, what they can do here in the second. Yeah, that was an impressive one. 6-2 Bouye blocking the 6-6 Eli Scott as Jamari Bouye aggressively attacks, lost it, goes right back to him on the little toaster exchange and lays it in with the right hand. So Bouye mentioned just four first half points, gets the lay-in, makes it a seven-point game as the Lions look to attack offensively right to left in this second half. 44-37. Minute gone by in the second half as a 2-3 zone for the Dons, Anderson goes right down the middle and floats it up and in. Jalen Anderson recognized the opening in the zone and able to score for the Lions' first points of the second half. Anderson walked right into the front door, even though the Dons knew he was there. As you said, spotted the laps in the defense. An easy two points for the freshman. Reevening, Tribble tosses it over to Khalil Shabazz, calling for the high screen, and Tamba Kane obliges. Gives it to Kane on the roll, left the layup short off the rim. Lions did not secure the rebound, but Yurkatam is the last to touch it out of bounds. It'll be Lion basketball. 18-28 to go in this second half of play. We see Samba Kane getting the second half start as Josh Coonan does not. And Kane on that one could not finish inside if the Lions get it back. Great inside defense from Scott, too. There it would have been very easy to draw a foul. It was a one-on-one -on -one situation. Kept it clean. Ended up coming away with the stop. Joe Quintana goes left post for Damian Douglas. Tried to wheel around in an offensive foul. As he hooked with that off arm to try to create space. You see that, that call happen a lot. Douglas just the, all it takes, that little wrap around with the off arm. So it'll be the second personal for Douglas, second team foul for the Lions, and their second turnover of the half. Well, we talked about this a lot at halftime, especially with John, that you know, Coach Stan Johnson wants to limit the foul trouble. We've seen what can happen to this Lions team when they get into foul trouble. They did a pretty good job of it in the first. Let's see if they can do better in the second. Samba Kane backing down on Lea Pepe on the right block. Little turnaround baby hook shot is good for the seven-foot junior. Transfer out of Indian Hills Community College, originally from Senegal. Able to drop in the baby hook for his second basket of the game. 
And a lead back down to seven for the Lions as they look to respond. Scott looking for the cutting Douglas who lost it out of bounds on the end line. It was a good idea. Douglas looked like he was going to pop free along the baseline but just couldn't handle the pass. Is out of bounds and it's back to the Dons with 17.35 to go in the second half. You know it's getting serious now. Coach Stan Johnson is squatting down on the court. When he changes elevation like that, you know it's getting serious. <laughs> yeah, San Francisco looking to draw as close as they've been since the early moments of the ball game. Shabazz in traffic, layup on the way, no good. He wanted a foul, but play continues as Jalen Anderson races up the near side of the floor. Good hesitation, hops in the lane, looking for layup. Pepe, he crashes into his own teammate. Ball pops away out of bounds. It'll be Don basketball, so a sloppy start to this second half for the Lions in San Francisco. We'll get it back, three turnovers in a minute 49 of this second half for the Lions. And San Francisco again with a chance to draw closer. Seven has been really the mark where they've been halted, but a chance to creep closer for the Dons who have trailed by as much as 19 in this ball game. It's gonna be the Achilles heel for this Lions team is those turnover numbers. It just creates easy offense for your opponent. And as we said, the first half, they did a great job of limiting those turnovers, but 46-39, still a little bit of a buffer. But LMU's gonna have to keep the pressure on and keep it clean. Bouye pivoting in the lane, lobs it up for Kane inside, camped out in the lane, and a whistle. It is a three-second violation. It's gonna say Kane and Bouye were both in there for likely five to six seconds, <laughs> but the three-second violation is called, and the Lions get it back, 16-37 to go. As lines go to Markison who just checked back in, goes for the reverse and has it roll off the iron. Markison, after a strong start, has missed a couple of chippies inside. And now the Dons once again with a chance to draw closer. Dimitri Reedy down the right left baseline to Samba Kane. Hesitant inside and traveled with it. This indecision from the Dons and both teams, not for lack of effort, but have been a little shaky to start this second half. Maybe the wheels turning a little too quick. Josh Coonan will check in for Kane, and the Lions will take the basketball right to left, looking to add now to their seven-point lead. LMU's defense has looked relatively good. A couple silly fouls, but the offense has looked a little sloppy, really on both sides. As Quintana, dangerous pass, Douglas has to dive to the floor to retrieve it, and smartly calls for timeout, and perhaps one that both teams could use anyway to kind of get resorted. The Lions still hold a seven point lead, 46 to 39. We hit a timeout on the floor. 16.04 to go here in this second half of play. Lions in front by seven on the LME Sports Network and the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
Welcome back, everybody. Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace here with you. Let you know that Coca-Cola is the official soft drink of LMU Athletics and a proud supporter of the LMU Sports Network. Now let's send it over to John Lean. Thanks, Jesse. So one of the new faces on the Lions coaching staff is the Director of Basketball Operations, Ricky Wentz. Wentz has a very unique resume as he spent much of his undergrad years working as a student manager for Marquette and worked with Coach Stan Johnson. Following his time at Marquette, Wentz went, he spent one season as a video and player development assistant with the Milwaukee Bucks, with accolades coming from the likes of Mike Budenholzer, head coach of the Bucks, Dante DiVicenzo, a guard for the Milwaukee Bucks, and lastly, pardon me, lastly, Marquette head coach Steve Wojcikowski. There's certainly a lot of wealth and talent and knowledge as well in this new young coaching star. Coach Johnson is delighted to have Wench back in the side again, and he's very glad to work with him. Guys. Well, thank you, John. Yeah, Ricky Munch is a great addition to the coaching staff. Said he's worked with Stan Johnson before, has a bright career ahead of him as Josh Coonan tees up a right wing three way off the mark, and Eli Scott collects the rebound, and the Lions still with that seven-point lead, looking to add to it. Both teams stuck in the mud offensively here with 15-11 to go in this second half. Eli Scott, top of the key, works around a Markison screen with 15 on the shot clock, leaves back for Anderson, backs out toward the midcourt line, and now looks to work off a Markison screen as well. Pass airmailed on the near sideline, out of bounds. Another turnover for the Lions, their fourth in this second half, and again, we'll hit another timeout on the floor. 14.56 to go in the second half of play. Stuck on that 46-39 to 39 mark, Lions in front by seven on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Forty-six to thirty-nine here as the Lions lead here in the second half. But right now it is time for our recognition of the game. Today we are recognizing Beth Crowell, who is our associate director of resident services here at LMU for the past five years. A special thank you and shout out to Beth for being a lion and all your help here on campus. Let's get back to this game. Back to you, Jesse. Well, thank you as always, Frenchie. The Lions and Dons both with a sluggish start to the second half. Just four points for the Dons and only two for the Lions in over five minutes of action as Coonan, left wing jumper too strong. Khalil Shabazz flies in for an offensive rebound. And the Dons get another look. Bouye down the lane, floater, that's off the mark. And Alipiev collects the rebound for the Lions and they'll go right to left with the basketball. It wasn't for a lack of trying, Shabazz was in there and nearly stripped it from Alipiev, but 
Alipiev able to use that tricep strength behind his head to, to corral the rebound. Eli Scott's drive off the mark. Lions one of five from the field in the second half. Yerkatam sidesteps Markson down the lane, feeds underneath for Reevney misses, tips up his own miss, and that one goes down. Now the Dons had missed four straight field goals, but cut the Lion lead to five. LME without a point and nearly five minutes of game action. We hit the 14-minute mark in the second half, 46-41. Eli Scott looking to break the drought, lost it, and stolen away by Shabazz. And the Dons, with all the momentum on their side, looking to keep it going, and they do. Khalil Shabazz for three. Shabazz goes shaboom from downtown. He's got 14. It's a two-point ball game. Seven unanswered from the Dons over four minutes of play. 46-44, 13-33 to go in the second half. Don certainly making the most of the stoppages in play. LMU struggling a little bit on the back foot, but I think if they keep relying. As Eli Scott goes to Markison, I don't think he knew how open he was, but still able to gather and finish underneath and end the drought for the Lions, who had gone five and a half minutes without a point. And get a much needed basket as Shabazz down the lane, left-hand floater wildly off the mark, and Alipiev rather collects the rebound for the Lions as they look to extend on this now tenuous four-point lead. 48-44, 12.55 to go as Joe Quintana, still without a point in this ball game, goes up top to Eli Scott, looking inside to Markson. Good pass to Douglas, wide open, right wing three. Higharker clangs off the iron and collected by Reeve on the carom. Now Jamari Bouye, good hesitation down the lane, well defended by Lipiev, and the Lions get the rebound on the Bouye miss and have another chance the score on this possession. And for the second time today, Eli Scott will be whistled for a carrying violation. It's not often you see that call at all, let alone twice within one game. So the Lions turn it over. Turnover number seven, Jonathan. They had seven turnovers in the entire first half, already seven here with seven and a half minutes into the second. Yeah, as we see, definitely something of an area of improvement, needed improvement for this Lions team. We saw that they're capable of doing it. They cleaned it up in the first half and really did a good job of holding on to the basketball, but it's kind of plagued them all season. As we were saying earlier, I think LMU needs to keep just relying on their big shooters and their rebounding games. It's been a good rebounding battle, but LMU on top, 22-19. Milstead with the shot clock winding down, kicks it out to Yurkatam. Left corner three is good. Davi Yurkatam, his second field goal of the ball game, the Dons. 6-3 pointer, or 6 of 15 from downtown. It's a one-point game, 48-47. Quintana, he's inside for Lea Pepe, his pass deflected. And it'll stay Lion basketball, the timeout on the floor. 11.47 to go, LMU clinging to a one-point lead, 48-47 here on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium.
Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grace and Jesse Cass alongside John Lean here today. We'd like to remind you that Superior Tours is the exclusive transportation provider for LMU Athletics. You can get more information on your needs by contacting Superior Tours. With that, we'll hand it off to John Lean on the sideline. John, take it away. Thanks, Jesse. Eli Scott has always been known as a standout player here on the bluff, but now he sits alone at the top as the only player in program history to score 1,000 points grab 600 rebounds, and have 300 assists. He climbed high in the LMU record books when he recorded his 16th career double-double on December 7th against UC Santa Barbara, tying the senior for eighth all-time in school history. Truly a remarkable set of stats for the star from Chino Hills. We can't wait to see where Scott ends up in the record books when it's all said and done. Back to you guys. Well, thank you, John. Eli Scott. Has yet to score in the second half, but leads the way with 16 points in the ball game. As Leia Pepe's three ball off the mark, Douglas flies in for an offensive rebound. Dangerous pass to try to save it. Leia Pepe able to secure it in the right corner. And has time to work with with 12 on the shot clock, but he double dribbled with the basketball. And the song remains the same. Seven turnovers in the last seven and a half minutes and eight for the half in total. And the Lions, as you said, just stuck in the mud in the second half. Two of eight from the field being outscored 12 to four here in the second half. It's tough, Jesse. They did so well on so many fronts in the first half and it's just sloppiness and little unforced errors, little turnovers here and there, fouls that have really plagued them here in the second. Dangerous pass from Visser, knocked away and stolen by Douglas. And the Lions get it right back as LMU leading by one. 48-47, 11.05 to go in the second half. Joe Quintana over to Eli Scott, working at the top of the key. Hesitation dribble, kicks it out to Douglas right corner. Immediately re-enters right post for Eli Scott, backing down on Visser. Spins to his right hand, goes up with the left and draws the foul. Well, Eli Scott will earn a trip to the free throw line. Jonathan, the lines were 11 of 12 at the stripe in the first half. Just the second team foul for the Dons be the first free throws of the half for the Lions here in the second. I think right now LMU is going to take any chance they can get to capitalize on unforced errors for the Dons. We know they've been productive from the line, and Eli Scott has been very accurate so far this evening, knock on wood. Yeah, broadcaster's jinx is hard to shake, Jonathan, <laughs> as Eli Scott misses on the free throw. What I meant was Eli Scott has missed everything tonight. 69% <laughs> free throw shooter <laughs> on the year, and we know we mentioned Eli Scott in the, in the report that John just had. Such a versatile player. Of course, the first Lion last year in program history to record a triple-double. His good friend, and as he misses both, Lions get the offensive rebound. They'll go left block to Matias Markson, feeds the cutting Alethea. Floater is good in the middle of the lane. And the Lions break the scoring drought and get a much-needed field goal to extend the lead to three, 50-47. to 47, But to tie up that point, his good friend and high school teammate, number one pick in the draft, LaMelo Ball, is the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double last night. So clearly, triple-doubles just run in the Chino Hills pipeline. <laughs> Markison inside, leaves it short, and the rebound collected by the Dons. That whole recruiting class is so talented, and Scott, of course, still playing college ball, but an amazing athlete with a great performance here tonight. 16 points in 25 minutes of play. Yerkatan missed a three. Douglas skied for the rebound and then was fouled on the rebound. Lions will get it back. 10-10 remaining. Three-point lead for LMU, 50-47. Jalen Anderson back in. Joe Quintana checks out. It's been an uncharacteristically quiet night for Quintana as Douglas 
wheeling down to the right baseline, pivoting in traffic. Kicks it out to Anderson, extra pass to Scott on the left wing. 17 on the shot box, he dumps it down, left post for Markison. Working against a double team and then stumbling, throwing it away. And the Dons race back the other way. Elipiev gives the foul to halt the break with Markison. Will shake it up on the other end. And what's interesting, Jesse, USF is very quick to slide. We saw this in the first half and we're seeing it still in the second. Very quick to slide and double, even triple team inside, but around the perimeter, they're letting LMU take their chances. That being said, LMU hasn't let many fly from distance. So kind of playing into the Don's hands at the moment. Yeah, Lions only eight three-point field goal attempts. They've made three as Alipiev tried to reach in for the steal. Instead, is whistled for the foul. His second in short order, third of the ball game. 9.36 to go. Lions lead by three, 50-47. LMU had 44 first half points, which is six here through half of this second half. Three of 10 from the field in this second frame. Lions have led by as much as 19, but have seen that lead now trimmed to three as the Dons have the basketball. Reevney out to Yerkatam, up top now to Milstead. Works away from a Kunin screen, leaves back for Kunin. Thought about the three, instead thought too much and traveled. Lea Pepe was in the vicinity to make him think about it and turnover for the Dons is their 13th, or actually make it 14th, so both teams with high turnover totals. 16 turnovers for the Lions, 14 for the Dons. Yeah, the Mew's gotta do a better job of holding onto the ball, but interesting to see USF brought the dancing shoes tonight. It's the third or fourth time they've been caught traveling. Lea Pepe swiveling inside and lays it in. He got in traffic and used great footwork inside to pivot and get free at the rim. 17 for Lea Pepe, lead back to five for the Lions. We approach nine minutes to play, 52-47. Yeah, amazing job there from Kelly Lea Pepe coming up for air amidst three defenders. Again, using that strength. A lot of times you hear that he's undersized, but doesn't seem to phase him. A three ball from Josh Kuhn at his first field goal of the night. He was 0 of 2 from downtown prior to that one, but brings the Dons back to within two, 52 to 50. 8.38 to go here in this second half. Eli Scott over to Damian Douglas. Quick step down the right baseline, muscles it up in traffic, no offensive board from Lea Pepe, and he draws the foul. Oh, Kelly Lea Pepe, as always, strong inside, and continues his strong showing tonight. 17 points, he'll go to the free throw line where we won't discuss his numbers there at the moment. He's, he's done well, and he'll shoot two here for the Lions with 8.29 to go in the ball game. I learned my lesson. I'm just not going to talk at the free throw line now. <laughs> First one is good for Lea Pepe. 53 to 50, lead for the Lions. Lea Pepe now with 18 points in the ball game. His career high happened late last season against Portland here in this building where he had 25. He could approach that number tonight. He has 19, and now we'll mention 11 of 11 from the free throw line after making both of those. The Lion lead is four, 54 to 50. 8.21 to go as Yerkatam plays catch with Milstead, who gives it out to Jamari Bouye on the left wing. Coming to the top of the circle, gives it right side to Milstead. Crossover between the legs, down the lane, little hop step, floater inside is good. Tough drive from Milstead. He was matched up with the 6'7", Damian Douglas, who's a good defender, but Milstead with a strong move. And it's a two-point game again, 54-52, 7.57 to play. Yeah, USF is doing a great job this evening of 
really not getting flustered by those height advantages for LMU, rather. Of course, some really big, tall guys on this Don's roster, but LMU with the slight edge. Lea Pepe again working underneath. It's going to be a reach-in foul for Yurkatan, who looks on in disbelief. His fourth personal. It'll be Lion basketball out of bounds when we come back from the timeout on the floor. 7.44 to go in the second half. LMU 54, USF 52 on the Lions Sports Network in the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. Things are looking aggressive on the floor. Frenchie here live from Gerson Pavilion. Right now it is time for the Bristol Farms gift card giveaway. Now, my New Year's resolution, I, this year I decided to pick one word. And for me, that was to stay focused. So I want you guys to tweet us. Tweet us at LMU Lions on Twitter. What is your word for 2021? And just like that, you can be a winner of a Bristol Farms gift card, all right? Be sure to tweet us. Back to you, Jesse. All right, thank you, Frenchie. As the Lions have it out of the timeout, Joe Quintana sidesteps for a left wing three. That one's way long, and the rebound chased down by Damari Milstead. He'll go to Shabazz. Quick fire, transition three ball off the back rim, though. It'll bounce up to the top of the backboard and out of bounds. It'll be Lion basketball, 7.29 to go. LMU in front by two. After a gritty start to conference play, the LMU women's basketball team gets a bonus non-conference game this Wednesday when they take on UC Riverside. Don't miss a minute of the action with Brendan and Gary Craig at 6 p.m. here on the WCC Network, home of the Lions. As Eli Scott trapped here in the near corner, able to get rid of it. Anderson open left wing three, that one off the mark. Rebound batted around but taken by the Dons. LMU's offense just 4 of 14 in the second half as Chavez. Down the middle of the lane, dumps it down low for Coonan. Good head fake, passed up a layup for a Milstead three. That's off the mark, batted out of bounds by Reevney. And the Lions will breathe a momentary sigh of relief as the Dons had a couple of open looks there. But LMU holds on to that two-point advantage, 54-52 with 6.52 to play. Yeah, the Dons not giving LMU much breathing room, but LMU still in control. Anderson had it knocked away, able to re retrieve it, but then he traveled. After he picked up the basketball, backcourt pressure made that one tough for the freshman, and the Lions turn it over. We obviously heard that a lot in this second half. Now 10 of their 17 turnovers have come in this second frame. Yeah, Coach Johnson has talked at length about limiting turnovers to a maximum of 12 per game or less. That won't be the case this evening. It looked like they were kind of on track for that in the first, but 
Again, something that's plagued this team the whole season so far. Milstead on the left wing, stops at the elbow and kicks it back out for Khalil Shabazz. 10 on the shot clock as Shabazz works at the top of the key now, met by Douglas, stumbling, gets to his spot anyway, fires, leaves it long, and Alifiev collects the rebound for the Lions, who still hang on to that lead ever so brief. As Matias Markison up top for Eli Scott, now left wing to Ivan Alipiev as he holds the ball high above his head. Goes to Quintana, who works off of Scott's screen top of the key. Kicks back to Scott. Pass fake, rumbles down the lane. Tried to drop it off, but lost it, and it's stolen by the Dons, who look to quickly push as Jamari Bouye hops down the right baseline to the rim, blocked by Quintana, gets it back and lays it in. And we're all tied at 54. The Dons have erased a 19-point deficit and drawn even at 54 with 5.47 to play and a timeout from Stan Johnson and the Lions. Uh, tough play there because Quintana had tremendous defense inside. He ended up blocking the initial shot attempt, but a good second chance point there. Ties things up at 54 with five minutes to go. Just a little over five minutes, 5.47. At 5.47, we're all tied up. And while we have a moment, fans, the WCC Network is your home for all West Coast Conference live games. The WCC Network delivers West Coast Conference live games, WCC All Access, and exclusive coverage from every WCC championship and tournament. Don't miss a minute of the action. Visit WCCSports.com from your smartphone, tablet, web, or connected TV. All the action, anytime, anywhere. And of course, that's where we are right now here in the, the WCC Network. And the first West Coast Conference game of the year for the Lions, the fourth for the Dons. And LMU, after a great first half of play, has seen their lead erased. We'll see if they can muster up the what it takes to pull out this ball game against a good Dons basketball team. We're all tied, 54 all with 5.45 to go as the Lions inbound and work right to left. Quintana, Scott, Douglas, Alipiev, and Lea Pepe. Lea Pepe put the dribble down on the floor and a hand-checking foul will go on Kunin. That's his fourth and the 16 foul for the Dons in this second half, which will put them at the doorstep of the penalty. Now the next one will put the Lions at the line as it stands now. They'll inbound with the shot clock reset to 20. Toss it into Scott in the middle lane, muscles it up. No, tipped up and in by Damian Douglas. Douglas has had a quiet offensive night, but gets a much needed basket at a much needed time. And the Lions jump back in front by two, 56-54. Douglas, one of those players that he's either loudly making the leaping dunk or quietly going about his business, but either way makes an impact for this Lions team. Seven points tonight for number one in white. As Kelly Lea Pepe continues to make all the right plays, he steps in and takes the charge. Offensive foul for Jamari Bouye. Lea Pepe never hesitant to sacrifice the body for a defensive play. And the Lions get a stop and look to now extend on their two-point lead with 5-12 remaining. Joe Quintana. Standing out near midcourt, center of the floor, covered by Bouye as he looks over his right shoulder to his head coach, Dan Johnson. Around a couple of screens, finds Lea Pepe, kicks it left corner, but the pass deflected. It was the right idea. Alipiev was all alone after the trap near midcourt. The Lions will now have eight seconds in the shot clock to work with here out of the inbounds. And crucially, though, they'll get a second chance here. Let's see what else they've 
drawn up at the stoppage. Quintana got it to Douglas, blocked initially, but follows the miss and lays it in. Back-to-back -back possessions, Damian Douglas on a follow, and the lead up to four, 58-54. 4.46 to go in the ballgame, and now Todd Golden wants a timeout to talk it over with his Don's Ball Club, but a good initial response here by the Lions as this timeout will be stretched to a full timeout, so we'll step aside as well. 58, oh, check that, we'll keep it here. We know you, you want to keep hearing our voices, so Jonathan, tell us what, what we'd like to hear. Well, speaking of listening, you can listen to LMU Athletics podcast with myself and go all access with the men's and women's basketball team. Each week, Coach Johnson and Elliot take you behind the scenes with the basketball programs to talk about the season and the teams. Visit excuse me, visit lmulions.com backslash podcasts to go find them there. You can also tune in each Tuesday evening on KXLU. It's been a lot of fun uh, to speak with Coach Johnson and Coach Elliott each week and gives you a little inside access as to what goes on behind the scenes with these programs. Yeah, it's always great to get the, the behind the scenes content, especially from Stan Johnson, a new head coach, and see his philosophy and what he's doing here with the Lions in his first year. And as it sits now, 4.46 to go here in this second half. Lions trying to pick up their sixth win of the year and what would be their fourth win in a row. Of course, it's been quite some time since they were on the floor last December 19th. They had a game canceled against Cal Baptist. They had a game canceled against Northridge. They had a game canceled against USC. There was, it's been a long time for the Lions since they've played. It's been an up and down performance, which is not to be unexpected, but still a chance here for the Lions to come away with a victory. Yeah, and Jesse, this is a really good USF Dons ball club and a team that, again, beat number four ranked country, uh, four ranked team Virginia, uh, number four ranked in the country. So uh, this is a very talented ball club. This is a team that shoots really well from downtown and LMU, all things considered, has done a pretty good job of covering them off tonight and still holds a four point lead. Let's see what they can do here with four and a half to go. Shamari Bouye handling for the Dons and a Hand checking foul on the perimeter will go on the Lions. It'll be on Eli Scott. His first, the 15 foul. In both halves, the Lions have not fouled often. They did not reach the penalty in the first, and that's just the 15 foul here with 4.28 remaining. So the Dons will inbound with the shot clock reset to 20. As Bouye tosses into Yurkatam at distance. Hands off for Khalil Shabazz, who picks up the dribble and tosses right wing for Kunin. Now resets up top for Bouye, who works around a Kunin screen. Met by Lea Pepe in a bump and a foul from the big man on the perimeter. We have the first personal for Lea Pepe. And now the 16 foul for the Lions. So both teams at the bonus, the single bonus right now. The Dons will inbound once again with 4.17 remaining. The Lions in front by four. It's Kunin up top for Shabazz. Working against Quintana, goes by him. Left-handed scoop layup on the right side, no good. And Eli Scott able to strong arm the rebound. And the Lions will walk it into the front court. Stan Johnson yells out the play call from the far sideline as the Lions move it around the perimeter in the hands of Ivan Alipiev as he zips it up top for Joe Quintana. Guarded by Shabazz with the shot clock at 12. Still back out near the midcourt line. Calling for a high screen. Lea Pepe obliges, splits a double team, kicks out to Alipiev. Extra pass to Scott. Right corner, three ball, too strong. Rebound collected by Rivni. Scott is two for two from downtown, but that's when you probably want Alipiev to shoot. He was open as Bouye down the lane, blocked by Alipiev. Out of bounds, it'll stay Don basketball. So we hit a timeout on the floor. 3.30 
remaining in the second half. LMU 58, San Francisco 54 here on the LMU Sports Network and the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. back everybody Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace here with you as Hercules Tires is the official tire of LMU Athletics more information can be found at HerculesTires.com as the LMU Lions lead the San Francisco Dons 58-54 three minutes and 30 seconds remain in the ball game and San Francisco with it it's been a rough second half offensively for the Lions but luckily for them their defense is held firm Let's see if it can do so over the final three and a half minutes as the Dons have it here out of the timeout. The LMU's got just a little bit more time to be consistent, stay clean, stay out of foul trouble, hold on to the basketball, and crucially shut down the Dons scoring. The long three ball from Coonan comes right back to him on the back tap off the miss, and the Dons get a second opportunity. Bouye, right wing three ball. That's way off the mark. Rebound batted around all the way into the front court. Lea Pepe trying to track it down. He and Coonan both go to the floor. And a timeout for the Lions. Leia Pepe came up with the, on this football Sunday, came up with the fumble <laughs> recovery and called for time with the heads-up play. Well, the Lions get the basketball back on the exchange. Stan Johnson passionately talking things over with the Lions. We've seen him get very animated on the sidelines. It just shows you the passion that he has not only for this program but for the game he wants to see this team do well he wants to see this team succeed and that's got to be frustrating as a head coach when you draw things up and it doesn't go exactly to plan but i think he does have a lot to be proud of tonight this lions team especially in that first half really played a lot of very good basketball and we've seen some glimmers of greatness here in the second as well yeah so the lions will have the basketball here this is their final timeout. so obviously in that moment just trying to get the possession and not thinking about it being your final timeout, so the Lions will simply have to have Stan Johnson's words here be their last coaching in that regard unless the Dons call a timeout of their own. But for the Lions, 2.59 remaining, up by four. Obviously, the offense has been in a big-time struggle in this second half. What do you think they go to here out of the timeout to try to get a good look? Well, I think you've got to rely on Eli Scott inside, Kelelea Pepe inside. He's been really good at not only converting, but also drawing the foul, you know, using that size and strength to his advantage. He's not in any foul trouble tonight, so you can use him inside just fine. You know, I think Douglas as well, even though he hasn't had as prolific of a night as you would have liked, he's out there and he can score as well. And 
he's one of those multi-range shooters that can really be a threat. And of course, Alipia from the three, but I think it's going to be Scott or Lea Pepe inside. Yeah, Lions 0-5 from downtown in the second half, 3 of 11 as a team, as Joe Quintana, one of the normal three-point threats, has not scored tonight, but he's out there with the, the Lions regulars as Damian Douglas bounces right corner for Eli Scott, trying to find the cutting Alipia, but it's knocked out of bounds by Bouye. Stay Lion basketball with 2.44 to go and 15 on the shot clock, LMU in front by four. Scoring drought for just over two minutes for the Lions, but over three minutes for the Dons. It's gonna be a standoff here in the last couple of minutes. Eli Scott crossed it over down the lane, left-hand floater off the glass, no, rebound pinned around and secured by the Dons. LMU just six of 20 in the second half, the Dons eight of 26 this after both teams shot it over 50% in the first half. As Lea Pepe pokes it away, Quintana goes to the floor. I believe a foul on Khalil Shabazz on the play as well. well that'll be his first. More importantly, the eighth team foul will give the Lions a one and one trip at the free throw line. What a good time for the bonus to come into effect here as the Lions, as you said, Jesse, will take his trip to the strike. The Lions haven't been able to get anything going offensively, so certainly getting a trip to the line is, is welcome. As Quintana will shoot one and one, in and out, no good. Offensive board by Lea Pepe. Kicks out to Quintana, open, right wing three ball, Travian! Joe Quintana hits the three after he missed the free throw and gets his first points of the night and puts the line lead up to seven. 61-54, 2.05 to go. Better late than never. Quintana, one of the best three-point shooters on this Lions team as the Dons missed one, and the Lions will get another shot. Yeah, Shabazz missed the pullback right wing three. Lea Pepe got the rebound, and now the Lions look to push as knocked away by Yerkatam and beautifully thrown into the front court for Shabazz layup. Well, the second time in this second half, we've seen that full court pressure work for the Dons, and it quickly gets them a layup. And now Todd Golden and the Dons will call for time. 145 remaining, five-point lead for the Lions, 61-56. And obviously a, a simple concept, but as we just saw illustrated here, Lions will need to take care of the basketball against that pressure defense to close this thing out in the final minute 45. It's tricky with a minute 45. A lot can happen, but that time can also go quickly. You can't really hold for too long. Both of these teams are want to get are going to want to get more shots off. You know, again, Scott and and Lea Pepe, both players who can score inside. We've seen now uh, Quintana wake up with the three ball. You know, he's one of the best three-point shooters on this team. Alipiev can shoot the three as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Lions draw up here. And of course, not that much time left to go, but the Lions will have to cross the timeline before they can get their offensive possession started. Yeah, two-possession lead, five-point advantage for the Lions. 61-56, they use a couple of crisp passes to get into the front court. Now they'll set in the half court. Don's looking to throw some trapping pressure. Douglas had his pass thrown away and then off the leg of Lea Pepe. Back-to-back -back turnovers for the Lions. The turnover number 20, 13th of the half as well. And the Don's refusing to go away quietly. A chance once again to make it a one-possession game. 131 remaining. And the Lions in front by five. Bit of a silly pass there from Douglas, if I'm honest. He had the room to take the shot himself and allowed himself to get double teamed up. And and had to make the desperation pass. As Bouye initiates some contact and draws the foul on Alipiev. That'll be the junior's fourth. 
and Jamari Bouye to the free throw line. Dons be their fifth and sixth attempts as a team in the ball game, and their first of the second half. It's been one of the Lions' keys in the game. 17 free throw attempts to now just the six for the Dons, and Bouye, who's been off from the field tonight, four of 13, connects on the first free throw. He's a 72% shooter from there, and makes it a four-point game with one more to come. This is really the, the crucial free throw here in this ball game. And Bouye knocks down a pair. It's a one-possession game, 61-58. That 2-1-2 full-court pressure once again applied here by the Dons as Alipiev gets it across the timeline to Scott. He's quickly double-teamed and trapped. He'll dribble away and give it to Quintana, who gives it right back to the Lions senior, holding the basketball out near midcourt. One minute to play as the Lions have it with 10 on the shot clock. Alipiev over to Eli Scott, down the right side, kicks it back. Dangerous pass that was nearly thrown away. Quintana driving down the lane, floating layup is good. Tough shot from Quintana with 50 seconds to go. And it puts the lead to five. Shabazz, quick pull, three-pointer, no good. Fight for the rebound, loose ball foul on Reevney. And the Lions will go to the line with 44 seconds to go. Reevney not happy about the call. It'll be his first. Ninth team foul, so the final one-and-one one situation for the Lions here. Damian Douglas to the line for his second free throws of the night. He's 0-for-1 on the night and 65% on the year. In just about any transition scenario, you'll see Coach Johnson running a stride with the team with an arm pointing, shouting, go, 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 get down, recover. And that point, it worked, that time, excuse me, it worked exactly well for him. The missed three ball, the recovery turned into a foul and free throw opportunity on the other side. So Douglas connects on the front end, makes it a six-point lead. This next one could make it a three-possession ball game. Douglas, the third line now in double figures with 10. 64-58 advantage, 44 seconds to play. Second free throw, no good. Lea Pepe kept the rebound alive, and it's taken by Scott. And the Dons will look to trap. If not, they need to foul, but they'll get a steal as Quintana threw it away. Reevney going up court, he lost it. And Douglas, then he traveled with it. Oh my goodness, Keystone Cops for both teams. Turnover, turnover after turnover after turnover. And it'll be Don basketball with 31 seconds to go. And the Lion lead at six, 64 to 58. 31 seconds remain. The Lions will be kicking themselves on that one. They gave it up and a great hustle play in transition. Gave them the ball back and then USF steals it right back away. Bouye, a quick hitting drive to the rim, lays it in. Timeout for Todd Golden and the Dons. That'll be the final timeout for San Francisco. So neither team with a timeout remaining. Four point lead for the Lions. And again, stating the obvious, but the Lions with so many turnovers, 22 turnovers, must take care of the basketball hold it till they get fouled, and then knock down free throws to close the game out. Yeah, Jesse, I think that's that's exactly the case. They may want one final shot as well, and they've got players that can do it, but the crucial thing right now is don't give USF a scoring opportunity. It is now a two-possession game, so they have that on their sides, but a lot can happen in 26 seconds. Yeah, of course, free throw shooting will be important. We know the Lions 14 of 19, 74% as a team tonight. Obviously, Kelly Lea Pepe has had a strong night. Very strong night at the line, 11 of 11, which is on the doorstep of matching his career high from the line where he was 13 of 13 in the WCC tournament win over San Diego last year. 
Lions inbound to Douglas, quickly tosses over to Quintana. Working in the backboard against pressure from the Dons, over to Eli Scott, looking to get it across the timeline, which he does, and a foul given by the Dons with 17.2 seconds to go. Eli Scott, who's 0 of 2 at the line and 69% on the year coming in, will shoot two here with 17 seconds remaining. You see the Dons were biding their time. Of course, if there's any player you want to foul in this situation, it would be Scott given the free throw numbers, but Scott can surprise you at times. Seen plenty of surprises from here tonight. Two balls from distance, something that we haven't seen. I think, Jesse, you were mentioning it was 13 attempts prior to that where he hadn't made one and then sunk two in a row tonight. Yeah, 0 of 13 coming in. He said his free throw numbers prior to tonight were creeping upward. So obviously an important time to knock down some free throws here with four-point lead and 17 seconds to go. First free throw is good. Nothing but net for the senior. 17 points and nine rebounds for Eli Scott. Well, one more coming. The second free throw good as well. And the lead back up to six, 66 to 60. 15 seconds to go as the Dons go to Milstead. Quick fire three off the mark. Eli Scott collects the rebound, which is his 10th. He'll get fouled. And he'll go back to the line. And with that 10th rebound, Eli Scott is now eighth all-time in LMU history in double-doubles, adding another one to his tally. That's his 17th career double-double and a chance to add some points onto it at the line with 9.7 seconds to go and the Lions looking like they're gonna hold on by the skin of their teeth to get this victory here today. They had a huge margin of victory early on, let it slip back. The Dons did a great job of capitalizing on little mistakes, turnovers, unforced errors for the Lions, tied the game at 54 apiece, but LMU has shown the resilience here late in the game. Eli Scott at the stripe. Knocks down the first and extends the lead 67 to 60 with 9.7. Of course, it's not all said and done until the clock hits zero. And Scott knocks down a pair. 20 and 10 for Scott. Lions lead by 868 to 60. Khalil Shabazz to the rim, blocked by Scott. And that'll put the exclamation on it. Shabazz steals it, fires at the buzzer, and misses. And the Lions win 68 to 60. In a hard-fought basketball game, the Dons obviously made it very interesting with a hard fight, but the Lions come away with a victory here today and improve to 6-3 and three on the year and get their first win in conference play 1-0 here in the West Coast Conference. Well, who else to score the final points of the game and get the last block, the defensive stand that put the dagger in USF this evening? Eli Scott will speak with our sideline reporter John Lean in just a moment here. John, take it away. Eli, this game is really competitive throughout, especially in this second half. Can you describe the strengths you guys you use to play to your advantage to come out with this win? Uh, we try to just go inside. We have guys with great strength on our team, and we try to just play that to our advantage this game. You yourself had a double-double, your 17th of your career. Can you describe what kind of zone you were in during the game to come out with this spectacular performance of yourself? I mean, league's a whole different ball game. Yes, uh, you just have to be focused the entire game, you know? There's no slip-ups, because usually in this league, spots four through 10 are one game apart, and you can't really have a slip-up game. So I just try to come out and be focused for conference. Sounds good, thanks Eli, congrats on the win.
Thank you very much, John, and thanks to Eli Scott, who you heard there, and we just mentioned 17th career double-double, now eighth all-time in Lion history. And as Eli said, this conference is always so competitive. Uh, an important win here to open things up in conference play. We know that always you'll have the usual suspects, of course, Gonzaga right now, the best team in the whole country there in the conference at the top. And then, of course, the Lions getting on board here with a win. We saw Santa Clara beat St. Mary. So there's going to be a lot of parity in the league. And as you said, from those, whatever it is, two, three, four through 10 spots. So every win you get in this conference is important and, and a nice job for the Lions to start off conference with, on a good note. Oh, absolutely. And I think Stan Johnson and the Lions have a lot to be proud of tonight. This is a very good San Francisco team. Again, they beat Virginia earlier this year, the number four ranked team in the country with that huge upset win earlier in their season. So this is a very good ball club that, that LMU took down today. Of course, it doesn't hurt that they were at home six straight wins now here in Gersten. So Hanks House working its magic here tonight. But LMU did a good job showing resilience, especially in the latter stages of that second half. Yeah, absolutely. This was uh, a really entertaining, fun first half. It kind of grinded to a halt in the second but the important thing you find a way to win regardless the Lions did that uh, with a little bit of prettiness a little bit of ugliness and uh, certainly things they can improve upon going forward but when you can learn in games where you struggle and still win that's that's important absolutely and I, I think that that's the, the big point there Stan Johnson we've talked about this a lot mentions pivoting a team's ability to pivot and change directions and adapt on the fly not only mid-game but in the season so LMU with with a great chance tonight uh, to, to, to keep the momentum going into the next league game yeah the Lions of course will be back in action uh, on Saturday they'll also have a following game up on the following Tuesday uh, so for the Lions uh, obviously great start as good as you can get for with a win here tonight uh, we'll give you some final stats and wrap this thing up. Of course, we mentioned Eli Scott, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists in 35 minutes. Kelly Lea Pepe, 19 points and 5 boards. And Damian Douglas with 10 for San Francisco. Khalil Shabazz led the way with 16, while Jamari Bouye had 12. Lions shot 45% from the field, while the Don shot 40. And LMU overcame 23 turnovers, but they did force 17 Don turnovers as well. So San Francisco looking forward. They'll be next in action on Thursday at Portland. As for the Lions, they'll get back into it. As we said, they'll be have nearly another week off as they'll play Pacific on Saturday and then San Diego on Tuesday. They'll be on the road at Pacific and then back here at home on the 19th on Tuesday on the WCC Network. So as we wrap up here, I want to thank all the folks behind the scenes who made this broadcast possible for my broadcast partner, Jonathan Grace, is the color commentator, our sideline reporter, John Lean, executive producers, Matthew Lerman and Patrick Alcero, and our coordinating producer, Brendan Craig. This is Jesse Cass signing off. The Lions win this one 68-60. Thanks so much for tuning in here on the WCC Network, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday night.